It's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like. I, I mean, initially, it was like, yeah, like the island players think it's like it's tacky. I'm not gonna yeah. lie that it's not tacky yeah. at times. We're kind of just like, oh my god. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host, your host. Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. episode uh yes here we are indeed i've officially finished avatar the last airbender after months of talking about it on the podcast it's official it's i complete. finished it it's completed and for this episode we thought no better than to bring on gray so welcome back to the podcast great first one of the new year yes happy new year to you happy new year i'm glad to be here of course i'm avatar buff so this should be fairly easy nice nice chat incoming i think yeah if you haven't already checked out the first episode we had gray on he goes over that i guess you could call it your gateway anime gateway cartoon well yeah like kind of like a gate i would say say oh the gate gateway anime might be like a similar stretch but it's a it's a a western cartoon with a huge amount of stylistic choices that can very much that you were looking for and you wanted to find i mean as a young kid it just it it connects to anime a lot more than other cartoons of course yeah just even having just i mean having a story in general is already like above you know well i mean it's like even when you compare something that like other nickelodeon ones where it's like you compare something like uh, fairly odd parents compared to avatar like yeah night and day that's my big thing with a lot of Western TV shows, uh, animated shows, live action, whichever, is the fact that the first season is always so episodic. Even though there's like an overarching story, I felt like even with the last Ava- yeah, wow, Avatar The Last Airbender, the first season was very episodic. Mm-hmm. Or if you compare it to Smallville, Flash, any well, of those like shows, yeah. it's I- always like episodic. Like there's an overarching thing. You know that Aang is the Avatar and he has to master all four elements but then season one is like oh we meet these characters okay those characters are done for this episode now we go visit new characters in the next episode so on and so forth right yeah before we get too deep i should mention that we're having a special drink today yes what are we drinking new, connor new year, we're trying to keep up with what we said we're gonna do <laughs> so found a random cocktail on the interwebs this is from reddit good old reddit and this is the water element ocean spirit sour it's delicious but what's in it just a bunch of stuff. Just a bunch of stuff. <laughs> and then blue cars out to make it blue. The color is nice. Yeah, it's very like a lightened up ocean blue. Fitting. Just a bunch of stuff. That's yeah, it's got a super bunch of things. Bu- got a lot of ingredients. A lot of sweet ingredients. Um, blue cars oh, out, obviously. I see. That's blue. what took you so long to make it then. It's got the egg white to give it the nice. Oh, make it nice and frothy. Yeah, it has yep. the nice, the nice uh, head on top of it, which I also helps give the lighter the lighter blue to uh, the drink. But it is tasty. Tis it is. But anyways, anyways, going back on. So I just want to talk quick. So what are your like initial thoughts? Like what would you give it out of 10, I suppose? Um, That's a good question. <sighs> Overall, I'd give it a 9. 9.5. Let's go for 9.5. 9.5. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, dang, that's 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 something. Now, are you in? Is that in 
just overall? Like, or are you comparing it to anything? Like, what are you kind of <clears throat> using as your criteria? Yeah, what, yeah, what's, what's, what are you scaling this against? Is this for just like Western cartoons, Western TV shows, just shows in general? That it, you've it's seen? hard for me to find something to scale towards because it's a Western cartoon, but a lot of people throw it into the anime category. Um, so it's hard for me to kind of keep them separate. So I think it was kind of just a mix of all, like, Connor and I were discussing earlier about like it's a Nickelodeon show, but if you compare it to a lot of other Nickelodeon shows, this is top tier, S tier in comparison to anything else. Yeah, right? I think the one thing, well, you mentioned it is like a lot, almost all kids' cartoons are episodic. And the mm-hmm. reason for that is because for the most part, a kid's not going to watch week after week, day after day, the whole story. Right? Exactly. Being able to, to, to really, I mean, who knows? Their life isn't really their life it's whatever is going on with their family their parents cetera, exactly or if they have stuff. they're not able to watch ytv at exactly 2 30 every single Ex- day exactly kind so of situation. they're gonna miss the story yeah so obviously that's why they go with the episodic where you can just tune in at any time and you don't need to know what's going exactly on. you just need to know that spongebob is being spongebob and timmy turner's has his very odd parents like just yeah exactly would you great would you say that that's a pretty fair assessment of western cartoons for the most oh, part yeah yeah for sure i mean uh, there's like there's only a, there's slight few that I could obviously pick and choose that start to have some sort of story, but in general, like even like I own I own all the Blu-rays for Adventure Time, but like Adventure Time yeah. is very episodic, almost throughout the whole thing, even throughout the whole seasons, and then like the overarching stories, there's only like an episode like put in every so often. Yeah, or there's like you know maybe there's like a quick stretch of like three episodes that kind of have a. Yeah, that bigger, can connect together. Plot, yeah, you know. Yeah, like a two-part, three-part episode. Yeah. The usual. I'm trying to think of like you know, like Danny Phantom has like, you know, it's episodic. He's just putting Phantom back, but then there is that over, like the goal of putting them all kind of back, right? Yeah. But I'm glad you liked it. Definitely yeah. one of my favorites as well. I think for me, it's always in Connor knows this too. Is that anytime something is so overhyped to me, the more people hype it up for me, the the less I want to watch it. Because I just don't want my my opinion of it be like a compared to others because of people who be like, oh, this is amazing, this is the best, you have to do this, you have to check this out, so on and so forth, right? And if everyone's telling me that, then I'm like, okay, cool. If it's great, then why do I need to watch it? Like, I don't know. It's it, uh, it's I don't know. I don't know how to phrase it. I don't want to say there's the, there's like it's like no, it's the thing that I always see with stuff like that. It's like there's this giant buildup. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then like and almost like an expectation now. It's like, oh, I think it's amazing. I think it's this and that. And then almost even if it is amazing, just because something is amazing doesn't mean everyone has to like it. And then if you don't like it, then I'm an elitist just trying to be different. Yeah, I was going to say then 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 you have all these people that are recommending it to you being like, "Well, what the heck? Why don't you don't like, like it?" it? And it's, it's all like, "Oh god." Like, seriously, this is exactly why I didn't want to watch the show even if it was amazing and not. I just didn't want to hear anything from you. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the reasons why it took me so long, I think, to watch it because everyone was so crazy about it. And they're like, this is the best you need to watch. Oh, you watch anime, but you haven't seen Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, what a, you're not really a nerd kind of situation. I'm like, well, no. Uh, the main thing with me was I wanted you to watch it because to me it was like you didn't have a childhood, but. <laughs> oh, I didn't, but, you know, that's irrelevant <laughs> to this episode. <laughs> Story for a different dad. Yeah. But so let's kind of dive into the show then more in depth. So. Obviously, it's broken down by books. The seasons. Yeah. Did you like kind of like the style? Which seasons were your favorite? So season three is my favorite. I don't know if that's a common thing or not, but season three was just great. Um, I enjoyed finally seeing inside like 
the Fire Nation. And what I what I enjoyed about season three is that there's so much build up between season one and season two of the entire Fire Nation just being a bunch of dicks. And just yeah. everything is just trash and the Fire Nation is trash. They're elitist or whatever. And then you have like two episodes where Aang just goes to school and you're like, oh, they're kind of just like stuck up kids, but not all of them are terrible people. Yeah, no, it kind of shows that just because the leaders are bad doesn't mean yeah. the entirety the cor- of the country. Just because the corruption of the government is bad doesn't mean everyone underneath it isn't terrible. So I enjoyed that. I think the I think the one that stuck out more for me, at least in that sense, was the like water, like the the water village episode when uh, when they're on the water in the Fire Nation. Oh, you know, okay. when Katara when Katara becomes painted lady, like that's see that oh, shows yeah, me more yeah, yeah. about kind of how that because the thing is, like the school is whatever, but it doesn't really show. Like some kids aren't dickish, and some yeah, kids are, which like that goes both ways. Well but obviously, the adult stuff there are still all just like kind of horrible. Yeah, <laughs> but I, don't know, I just enjoyed seeing like a different aspect of the Fire Nation we haven't seen. Could so also yet. say the nature versus nurture, right? Like those kids yeah. aren't born hating people; it's taught to them to hate. Yeah, exactly. Hate. Well, yeah, like the whole point of that school, like you heard like the fire, the fire lord, like chants and stuff. And it's like, I will use my abilities to burn down my enemies or something. It's yeah, like, it's oh, like all propaganda yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that's a good point about like the, the water village and they're just people. Yeah. Yep. That are being abused by their own country. Yeah. Literally the army is just like, oh yeah, we'll just pollute this place. Who cares? Oh, Who know. cares? The army needs it. Like, yeah. um, we'll work backwards season two started off slow for me i think if i can remember or was it the complete opposite i'm trying to really think how season two starts off on top of my head i don't know season two i, I don't know it just kind of happened obviously it was like earth kingdom and earth based um so it was interesting to see like inside the earth kingdom a little bit more than we see in season one because we see bits of it in season one with the like some of the earthbenders that have been not kidnapped oh, kidnapped by the fire nation basically where they're told like they're not allowed to bend or they'll basically be killed, whatever. Um, but then season two introduced Toph, and uh, I don't know if this is a bad opinion, but I'm just not the biggest fan of Toph. What, what don't you like about I Toph specifically? I so she was really cool. I think it was epic when she learned like metal bending when she was trying to break out, um, and her just being like this like blind girl in this underground fighting ring. Yeah, like thought this was, helpless quotation. Yeah, like, her, I thought her, it was her really parents neat. Think she's yeah. Helpless, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but I don't know, just any, she was just like too much of a bully for me. Like I know like every show kind of has that bully S character. Mm-hmm. But at some points I was like, Toph, just shut up. And then like when um Zuku tries to like join the group in season three and she goes to like sneak up on him while he's just chilling and then her feet get burned. Oh, I'm like, yeah. okay, Toph, well, you're useless now. <laughs> so I don't know. I think Toph is probably just like I know this we'll probably talk about this later more, but like Toph is probably my least favorite character of like the core group group. That's fair. Yeah, I like, um, I think season three is like personally my favorite too, but I think it's because of the shift of tone. Mm-hmm. Like it really, the show really becomes like this. There's a lot of character development in season three. It's a lot three. more serious. There's a lot more development for a lot of characters. Yeah. And obviously it's the build up to the big finale too, right? Like the comet and whatnot. Yeah. And it's cool too in season three where you think like, okay, so we need to, we need to get to the Fire Nation before the solstice. And then... They're like, well, they failed. And then you see the comments. So it's like a, I don't want to say it's like a psych, like kind of thing, but it was, <laughs> think you would be to fight Lord psych, um, which, which I think was good anyways, because we all knew from the watching standpoint that Aang was not ready to even get close to that point to be able to defeat the Fire Lord. Yeah. But that is a turning point for Zuko, which I 
you watch the show and from like a lot of like movie TV show watch like myself, like you knew Zuka was going to join the group by the end of it. But I enjoyed that there was a couple like psych out moments throughout the series as well. Almost where you think he's going to join and then yeah, you're like, okay, maybe so not. Psych, not psych, I, but, but yeah, they're like, you can see that he's a good person. Yeah. And he's, he's not as bad as everyone thinks. And you see him wanting to, like he saves, uh, Appa. Yeah. Um, in season two. And then you see the conversation where he almost gets healed by the water and then obviously Aang and Iroh show up. So then that doesn't happen. So you're seeing these moments, but you see him grow throughout it. And I think like in comparison to the, the beginning of you see him at the beginning of season one to where he is at the end of season three is just, well, it's like his family. Yeah, I would, I would argue he has the most, like probably the second most character development in terms, or like, I would almost see he's like right up there with Aang in might, terms yeah, of how much more. he grows over everything. He has the most character growth, I think. In, and yeah, I would agree with that. And yeah, I think his family chains him down, right? Like like you mentioned the scene with the water, but that's also his sister shows up. Yeah. In right and like he's like, "Oh, wow." His like, sister is Zuko Zuko's sister is his biggest character flaw. You think but but his sister is just a reflection of their dad. No, exactly. Which goes back to his kind of character flaw of like him wanting to impress his family. Yeah. But anytime his sister shows up, he's like, screw being good, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I was going to join my sister that again. Redemption. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what he's going for, but the, he doesn't need the redemption. No, right? that's like, the. He just needs to be. He's himself. not like his dad. He's yeah. not like his sister. That's a good. That, thing. Yeah, exactly. That's a good. No, thing. Well, the the comparison is like he's supposed to be getting closer to like kind of like his uncle, right? His uncle. He's, he's like be... his mom. Takes after his mom. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and then season one, just overall, I don't know, very episodic. Obviously, um, season one near the end, it kind of confused me when Aang kind of went to like the like this avatar state avatar state and then becomes like a weird little water monster for part of the episode <laughs> and i was like what the heck is going yeah. on i mean you might be a little a confused about it but like uh, the general just is from what i understand as and well girl turns is into one a moon? it's supposed to be a cat it's supposed to be very catfish like which you know you're supposed yeah. to be the koi yeah is the thing that ended no, up uh, you know getting killed there but i also know that this might you never know because the thing was it's not like it was fl- like a lot of shows it wasn't flat out just known that it was going to have another season so it's like they went for this crazy for big bang. finale thinking yeah, exactly. that, hey, this might not be, like, this might be the end. Is that the first time he goes into the Avatar state or the first, like, one where, like, we see how dangerous no, no, no. it he, can be? We see how no, dangerous that, it we, be. we see the, the first Avatar state pretty early on when we see that uh, Monkey Yatso has died. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. That's, uh, I'm pretty sure that's the first instance of, oh, yeah, like, man can't control his, his abilities and he just goes and starts blowing things up. My only other, like takeaway i guess from season one and this is gonna be terrible to say because the only thing i've seen of the avatar was obviously the live action movie that everyone disagrees ever existed and how bad it was so on and so forth um but watching through season one i knew certain points were going to happen because of the movie like as bad as the movie was it's in my opinion the movie still took core points from the first season to make the story cohesive because obviously it skipped it made the first season non-episodic right like it took yeah, it things, just kind of so. took the actual story. Yeah. So I think I knew most of what was going to happen season one based on the movie, obviously, excluding certain characters that show up and we get introduced to certain characters. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think uh, season three's top favorite of the, the books. The best season. Yeah. Final season, best season. They ended out well. Yeah. Good ending. Good ending. Uh, my boy, Mark Hamill, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite voice actors, of course. Plays um, another villain. Plays another villain. Surprise, surprise. And then I enjoy how they ended the Fire Lord. 
himself like yeah was that did you expect that to be the way because obviously working up to that ang's whole thing is he doesn't want to kill yeah and i knew ang wasn't going to kill him like i knew that but i didn't know how it was going to end like i didn't expect ang just to be like boom touch your forehead and suck your fire bending out of you kind of situation and gave him the suck yeah yeah no that's a it definitely is that great it makes sense that for for ang yeah kind of like oh okay you found a way exactly after having uh, you actually you actually get some more information on even why Aang's able to do something like that later on. Uh, you get information like that from from watching Korra, which actually ties things together even more so. So that's pretty cool. So is watching Legend of Korra worth it or no? I mean, I the thing about Avatar: The Last Airbender is it's constant like upward trend. Where I would say season one is still good, but like obviously when you hit like the book two and then book three, like. It's just a constant, like, upward trend of, man, the show just keeps, keeps getting better. Itself. Yeah. It's like one yeah. Uh, but Korra is more like a zigzaggy line where it's like, yeah, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, wait, that season's not so good. Oh, wait, the season, that, I, that season's good. Oh, wait, oh, man, now this season's not as good. I would say, like, the, the overall watch of it is still very enjoyable. And, and the characters themselves are very more, enjoyable. More it's just wise, a matter of, like, the actual plot points That was going to be my question, a little bit is shaky. that do people watch Legend of Korra for Korra? Or do they watch it to get answers from The Last Airbender? Well, you get some lore, which more lore dump is always nice, but it's in yeah. the future, so there's obviously a lot more changes uh, to the world overall. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you can't necessarily watch it just to be like, I want to see more of so-and-so characters, because you don't see more yeah, of so-and-so characters. Yeah. You see them very very sparingly, do you see, and of course, oh yeah, the, this as is... As an avatar, guess who's not there? Well, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Like, I knew <laughs> Aang wasn't going to be the freaking in the movie. Like, but, like, K- Katara is not, like, a mainstay character. You see Katara, like, very little. Yeah, it's next they're to the like, gen. They're Easter eggs. The, like, 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 little cameos. nice cameos. Yeah. From- no, it's, it's you you go there for, like, the, wor- the, the world building, and then, yeah, the new characters and stuff are what kind of keep you there. So if you like the, the world of Avatar, then I would still say, yeah, check out Korra. So then, I sure. don't know, with you being an Avatar fan, I have, to, I have to ask, have you read any of the novels that have come out? Like, there's two Kyoshi novels, and then there's a novel that just recently came out for the the last air nomad that was an avatar before ang uh there was there's only a couple of the comics that i've checked out because uh mainly huge curiosity sake with uh the one of the huge open-ended things about like zuko's mother mm-hmm. so i've read the comics that kind of cover that but i haven't really branched out more than that okay so you haven't read the novels yet no mm, yeah, i was just curious because i'm a novel reader obviously right so i was curious uh but yeah i can't i can't give you any real recommendations uh when it comes to that because obviously when i i mean i've been super into avatar but like when it came to books and stuff i wasn't like oh yeah i'm down to like read what's going on i'm like i'll take what shows i get that's fair yeah piggybacking on the legend of Korra, i definitely agree it's like it's not as like oh this keeps getting better better there's definitely parts where I I've seen it the show I think three times now. The first time watching it, I was like, there were parts I really didn't like. But then the second time going through, kind of reminds me of like, um, oddly enough, Death Note. Okay. Which the first time I watched Death Note, I was really disappointed after a certain point. Point, and kind of falls off super hard. Yeah. But the second time I watched it, and the first time I read through it. I had a much greater appreciation for what happens and those characters that are introduced and what they kind of mean and makes sense why they're important. And the same thing happens for for me for Legend of Korra. There's certain events that happen which have a certain reaction from the characters. And I first time I watched it, I hated the reaction of the characters. And then the second time watching, 
I had more of an understanding was like, okay, no, it makes sense that this is how they're reacting and how this would cause this issue. It might not be your favorite thing, but it makes so much more, it makes, it's realistic. Okay. It's kind of like the- Is Legend Core three or four seasons? Four. Four, oh, yeah, that's it. Four, four. it has, four. it's still classified as books. Or so, but yeah, one per element, basically. <laughs> yeah. So my, my question is, is that um, maybe I just missed this or maybe there's no answer for this. But there's obviously like the four base elements like water, earth, fire, air, right? And then there's like the extreme attachment to that type of bending. So we've seen like blood bending, metal bending, the lightning bending, right? Is there one for air? Like, is there an extreme? There, there is. There bending? is technically. It's there is a style of air bending that uh, that exists. Now it's not like a transformation necessarily of of air where it's like oh yeah you get fire connection to lightning, uh, mm. but in Korra there is a further explored air bending technique. Okay, because that's what I kind of felt like. Obviously, with Ang being the last airbender, obviously he wasn't going to learn this epic air bending style that doesn't exist anymore because he's the only one. Oh, well, he would have to create it himself. Yeah, unless he created it himself. That was my next point. Because obviously, yeah, we saw the blood bending, we saw the metal bending, lightning bending, so on and so forth. But sand. No, the main thing about air bending as well is it's always been more connected to the spiritual side of things. So it's argued that they're just more. They have more spiritual shenanigans going on with them. Stronger avatar state. Makes sense. Better connection. Yes. Um. So, what are some of your okay? Let's. What was your favorite character? Oh, Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh. Yeah, followed by Zuko. Just their duo together is great. And then just the the I don't give a heck attitude from Uncle Iroh where the whole world's just kind of coming down around him. And he's like, oh, well, I've been banished. It's whatever. I'm just going to go open a tea shop. How, how like, he was your, so chill. How was your reaction to Uncle Iroh in prison when you first see that he's jacked? I was like, well, this <laughs> man, oh, Uncle Iroh, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> um. But I enjoyed that. Uh, I don't know. I think Uncle Iroh was such an interesting character, and he had an individual connection with most of the main group, mm-hmm. mostly just Zuko and Toph. But that that is one of my, not my favorite scene of all times. One of my favorite scenes is in season two when Aang, Soka, and Toph are all talking, and Toph's like, oh, my friend is coming. And then they open the door, and it's just Uncle Iroh, and Aang and Soka are just pissed off. They're like, what are you doing here? Like, kind of thing. And Toph's like, oh, no, he's going to help us. And obviously, they go into you know, save the day kind of situation, but so Uncle Iroh, yeah, Uncle yeah. Iroh and Zuko. Yeah, did you his uh the one episode that was a about his son that was a that one hit hard. It did. I do agree, and I think that's also the isn't that not the um episode that's for the original voice actor? I think um for Uncle Iroh. I'm Might pretty sure. I think. Yeah, it's Ma- Mako something. They uh they honor him with that episode. That episode was yeah. sad. And it, I mean, it shows like yeah, that's a that's the tales of bossing say episode. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it really shows like you know Uncle, he has because he clearly was a powerful general. Oh yeah, right. Like he was a powerful general, and then there were events that made him see the entire war and the everything world, differently. Yeah. To be fair, though, he obviously was already a better person in general. <laughs> Because, like, obviously he didn't kill the dragons. Yeah. And he said, oh, yeah, nope, they're, they're gone. The dragon thing was cool, too. 
Like season three that happened before his son passing up I'm, I'm, I'm and stuff. But so that kind of shows that he was always kind of already not, a better person. Yeah. He's not entirely bad as people but thought he was. The stuff with like his son definitely, I think was like that last straw that was a lot of like what we're doing is totally not right. Yeah, exactly. And that's obviously what he looks at Zuka as is obviously is his own son and wants the best for Zuka. He doesn't want him to be like his brother. Yeah. Because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because I didn't watch the series going in, but Un- Uncle Iroh was originally supposed to be the next Fire Lord, correct? He's the oldest of the siblings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's, he's the oldest son. And he's looked down on by his dad as a weakling after he loses his son or something, and that's why. Yeah. Uh, I'm not well, sure no, if it's then... that, or if I'm not sure if there was some sort of, like, subplot of, um, Ozai essentially almost killing the father. Oh, no. Because yeah, it's like... Yeah, I think I remember I think it was, it was, it was I think it was, like, an, a, it was no almost like an abrupt yeah. death. He no longer has it was an like heir. An, that's what, that was yeah. the big thing. So yeah, Ozai is all like, anymore, so. oh, he doesn't have an heir, so I should, because I have Zuko. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of Zuko, way of con- who I then conniving his scar, scar and banish. Yeah, yeah that guy. Oh, what a good heir. <laughs> Way to treat him with it's respect. It's fine. Um, so, least favorite character of the group, you said it was Toph, but was there anyone else you didn't like? Not overall of, like, the main group. I don't know. Um, Overall, it was just, I think everyone had some good character development. I enjoyed, like... Uh, I think Sokka comes off sometimes a little... Like it's a kid show, so obviously like there's the yeah. Gag, so, but sometimes I'm just like, eh. you know, it was a weird episode that I both enjoyed and didn't enjoy was the the play episode. I liked the play it, episode. It's so actually, random. It's random, but it's so it's so funny, and it just it's a way of it's a kind of almost like a fourth wall break, right within the show. Yeah, exactly. where you just kind of get to see what almost what everyone else would see and then you get to see the characters reaction to themselves which i mean it's yes and no obviously they're crazy exaggerated on purpose but i don't know the play the play one it also has some really funny moments no it does i agree it's just super random which i kind of enjoyed in a way well the, you got to think about it when you think about book three right we were telling we were saying how serious everything is yeah throughout exactly. the whole the whole thing Take you almost away. needed an episode like that to kind of break things up no for sure because I'm pretty sure that one that one follows like some really hardcore emotional stuff, and like I think Boiling Rock, the the two episodes of Boiling Rock happens, and Southern Raiders happens before before those. Yeah, yeah. So it's like some re- those are like some heavy emotional frickin' episodes, and then it's like okay, we need to lighten up the mood here. It's been very dark. It's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like. I, I mean, initially, it was like, yeah, like the island players think it's like it's tacky. I'm not gonna yeah. lie that it's not tacky yeah. at times. We're kind of just like, oh my god, but it's so funny. It's so is, funny. Isn't in the play when that uh, what's her face learns that Sokka dated the moon, and she's like, I never knew that you dated. Oh the yeah, moon. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, Sokka, yeah, Sokka essentially like shushes her. And he's like, I'm trying to watch, <laughs> and she gets jealous, and she's like, oh my gosh. That's I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of funny things in that one where even like Zuko, uh, everyone's reaction to Zuko, he's like, they make me seem so stiff and humorless. <laughs> and then a kid runs by as he's sitting out out back, and the kid yeah, his scars, your, your scars, scars on the wrong the ro- side. <laughs> it's not on the wrong side. Get, Got him. It's it's a good episode. Good time. And then to, uh, Toffs. Yeah, Toffs uh, jacked. Toph's just a jack dude, and then everyone's like, because Toph was like laughing at everybody else, and they're like, well, Toph, you know, you see what up there is exactly what you get, and then Toph's just like, I wouldn't cast it any other way. Yeah, and Aang's a girl. Yep. 
Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's the that's the following line. Toph's like, oh, Lisa's not a flying you. bald lady. Well, then they then she say also like they nailed you, Twinkle Toes. Yeah, yeah. She says she says that early on. Oh, they nailed Aang very you, upset. Toes. I'm not a woman. <laughs> yeah, Aang's very hurt. Man, the amount of hair Aang grew in three weeks, by the way, crazy. Yeah. There's only like a three week jump from the. That man be shaving every three, three hours. Well, apparently they, so. They not showing it. Like my gosh. He shaved often, so this is not something you see. It's not. Yeah, Katara's like, "Ang, it's been three weeks and you're awake." This man has like a full head of hair. Not engrossing content. No, the him shaving. <laughs> yeah, we see him shaved once. <laughs> All right, I have one question here written down, Matt. Which Scared. is, is what would you say it was worth the hype? You talked about how you don't usually like. Well, one, don't like watching things that people are hyping up. Two, that usually you don't feel as high on them. So would you say that this one was worth it? Or fits the bill of the hype it received? It it fits the bill of the hype it receives. I can understand why people rewatch it. Like, I feel like the show had a lot of replay value as long as you can make it through the first season. Or, like, I should say the first half of the first season. That's fair. That? Mm. I don't know. I don't. I'm not as harsh on the first season as probably other people. Like I understand the episodic nature of everything. No, as do I for sure. But I think going into the hype, a lot of people just made it sound like it was going to be epic from the start to finish kind of situation. No, I think. I think yeah, they definitely did a great job of building a very interesting world. Oh yeah, no, the world building is a lot of history, and obviously the mirroring to our own to a lot of the countries here. Yeah, in our world, right. No, I can definitely see a lot of mirroring. I enjoy the world building. I enjoy the the hints of the past Avatar, seeing like Avatar Roku, and then hearing like the story. Yeah, it makes of you Kiyoshi. interested. Going, like, you're almost like, I want to hear about all of them. Well, that's the thing is like I, you know, Legend of Korra. Right? We have a new Avatar show coming out in a couple years, and it's going to be the Avatar after Korra. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want to know more about the past Avatars because we don't really see too much. Yeah, the, of, like, the the big one where you see Avatar Roku's whole past and how Yeah, he that was cho- great. How he got chosen as the Avatar exactly. and how the whole war began. Yeah. And that, no, that the, that's up- a, that's an amazing episode. I will say if when you if and when you do watch Korra, there is a historical episode in there that I freaking love and it's the history of the first ever Avatar. Oh, okay, okay. So I that one that one's a really uh, awesome episode. Something that was I don't want to say it was kind of a throwaway line, but it kind of felt with at one point is that when you find out that Zuko's mom was like the great great granddaughter or something of one of the fire avatars. Was it Ruk- was it Roku that uh Zuko's related to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah okay. it's uh It's like his godfather or something. It, it, it was like it's No, not no, 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 no. It's it's like, it's his uh oh, great grandfather yeah, yeah, yeah. from his mom's side. Yeah. That's it, yeah. But I felt like that was that's, such a that's where cuz like Iroh goes into that that lore where it's just like you're you know, you're fighting with two two sides of yourself. It's like you're fighting with the, you know, your great grandfather from your one side, and then your great grandfather from the, your from your mom's side. But I think it's his dad that tells him no. No, no, no. It's uh, it's uh, that's that episode. Wait, happens no, no, yeah, in he goes third season when when he goes into the archives and yeah, he goes the person the who was sending him to the archives Iro. was uh was Iroh. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, I didn't need to know the story of how my grandfather got defeated by the Avatar, or like how my yeah, he's like he's like died. I already knew all. He's like I we already knew all this, and it's like oh, I was just trying to get you to read about your. Your great grandfather from the other side. Yeah, yeah, ancestry. Mm. Yeah, it is cool. Obviously, the mirroring of like the of our world, right? You have um, China being the Earth Kingdom. Yep. Japan, obviously, being the Fire Nation, mm-hmm. and then uh, the Tibetan monks for 
they are nomads. Which makes sense. And I can only assume some sort of Inuit people. Inuit-esque, yeah, for the water for tribes. For the, the north and south, and south tribes. tribes yeah. yeah. But it's cool. I guess it's like a nice little mirroring. And does that does that mirroring continue into Legend of Korra, or does kind of all the villages like kind of more look the same? In it's Korra? more showing that times have changed, and it's a melding. Like you can more peaceful times kind of situation. Yeah, like you can see multiple different you know people together okay. in one city. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The the biggest thing that I can always describe it as is like yeah. you can obviously see the technological stuff going on, and this is like a lot less. And then Korra is pretty much like you hit the nineteen twenties, boom. That's like the, going, the the time era that things are not as in. A, not as bad as a technical development as uh, Boruto in comparison to Naruto. <laughs> That's I mean, I think that that yeah, Boruto probably Boruto probably scales it up even harder. But like, yeah, this is like it goes from oh yeah, like. If that was whatever, like it's like the late 1800s kind of thing, yeah, then it goes into 1920s kind of area, uh, is where Korra takes place. And there's more than one airbender. Oh, yeah, there is slightly more than one airbender. Hang's <laughs> family, the fama jamma. Um, so I'll what what would you say comparing it to like some of your favorite anime? Better, on par, worse. If it's definitely up there for an, like favorite. If you're putting in the anime connotation, I guess. Um, trying to like, how am I gonna choose a reason? Because it doesn't it, at the beginning, obviously with the episodic feel. That I you know I keep going back to that, but it doesn't it doesn't make it feel like an anime? Like I can't think of too many animes that are episodic, unless it's like. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> some of the slice of life animes are episodic okay but obviously avatar less Airbender doesn't feel slice lifey at all really so then having the episodic stuff kind of threw me off a little bit um but overall i think it's a great story i'd obviously want to learn more like i think i might jump into legend of korra yeah not bad. maybe soon maybe not like i don't know i'll get to it I'll get to it when I'll, I get to it. I'll get to it, it when I get to it if I can't find, you know. I'm sure you'll mention it on the podcast like, yeah. if you start watching it or if you're done. Exactly. Um, but I think it holds up. I don't know. I don't really know. Uh, well, and that is the, definitely something I can say about it even in comparison to like other cartoons. It holds up. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It also ends. <laughs> it, it has a, it has well, a real thing. story. If I never watched thing about episodic quarter, ones, like it's, it's like when they end when, whenever... And it does, there's no satisfying ending to any of them. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, with, that's why I mean, like, if I never watch Legend of Korra, I'm not going to be, like, upset because it was mostly a contained story. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, and it's not like the ending credits is like, and then the next Avatar was born. Yeah, exactly. And then many moons later, the next Avatar was born in the water tribe. Yeah, it's not like they yeah. leave it. It's just like, you're like, It's okay, not an open-ended it. thing. We're you're done. like, all right, cool. Nice. Zuko became the Fire Lord. Aang became the Avatar. Mastered all four elements. Okay. He got the girl. <laughs> I don't know. Something we didn't touch on was uh, Azula and her like insanely crazy mental breakdown near the end. There. Yeah. She would like cuts her hair off because she's like, I'm going to be the new Fire Lord because dad's the Phoenix King. Her desire like, for perfection like yeah. broke her. Well, yeah. And then the, the funniest thing is like as much as Zuko wanted the uh the ex like the adoration from the dad like azula apparently wanted the mom to accept her as well <laughs> but it couldn't couldn't accept that yeah. uh the mom like zuko more right 
It was so uh, so like that's that's also where her break happens. I sent I sent a video to Connor last night when I was finishing up watching Avatar. Um, is that after Zuko like becomes part of the main group and they break into the prison and then um he gets arrested and then May shows up and I'm like wow May actually has emotions all of a sudden because she's so like dull throughout it all and then she starts like circling Zuko being like how could you just break up with me and send a letter and da 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 I'm like wow she does have feelings after all. <laughs> Yes. Yes, sir. Um, the thing is, there are people like that that exist. So, oh, 100%. They may seemed very normal-esque to me, where I'm like, there are people who just, like, are a little more relaxed that maybe don't show as much emotion. Yeah, no. And then, obviously, like, Tylee's the the foil to May, where it's just, like, extremely emotive. And yeah, and then she joins the Kyoshi Warriors at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's funny. That was such a random, but I was like so content that she just got an ending to her story too. Like she, she was a like lot of, a lot of ties. Yeah, you know, a lot, of, a lot of loose ones tied up for once in a show. It's weird. Yeah. Well, even like the White Lotus became super important at the end, even though that was kind of like a random thing that happened in season two or season. I think it was season two that the White Lotus got mentioned. Yeah, they first start getting mentioned. Yeah. The White Lotus, sick name. Oh, epic. Very, very cool name. Very, very powerful old people. Yes. <laughs> oh, and then uh, Sokka gets his, uh, his like, comet sword or whatever. Yeah, the meteorite. Meteor, meteor sword. Yeah. And then that he cries cool. about it, cause he, and then he loses it. Sad times. <laughs> I've known the entire time that you guys were water trap and that you're the avatar. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, because there's a million Lee. <laughs> he didn't choose the right name. He stuck with his own. Yeah. He stuck with his own. Idiot. Clearly, clearly not from the Fire Nation. Classic Sokka. Yeah. Thought everything through. What a, a classic Sokka plan. <laughs> no stone left unturned. No. A lot of cool animal companions in the show. Too. I think that was that was also a really good episode though to explore. Because the thing is, like, it was. It's, it's probably Sokka so episode. true that Sokka was very much overlooked in the abilities that he has because oh, he's yeah. not and, able to compete with everybody else. A comedic relief character through and through for like the so much of the show. Yeah. Was it you that? Oh, Sokka? well, for a lot of the show, but the other thing is, like, Sokka was like, and it's it's, it's explored in like the Earth Kingdom and stuff. Like, Sokka is like a very much kind of like more tactical planner style character as well. Mm-hmm. He also learned weapons, right, from each element too, like from each tribe. Like, he had like his obviously from the Watch Tribe, he had his weapon, and then he learned a sword from the Fire Nation. He learned how to use Kiyoshi's like uh, like fans fighting style too. No, I don't know uh, no, nope. Uh, nope. That's the that's the whole thing about that episode where it's like Sokka really didn't get too much development, so that episode was good to show that it's like, hey, we care, we we care that Sokka matters too. You know, he deserves he deserves just to development because yeah. that well because that was the whole thing about the episode, right? Where he feels like he's done nothing the whole time he's been around. He's like, I haven't. He's like, I'm not gaining anything. I'm not being helpful. Yeah, I did enjoy so, it too. I know Connor, you just tried to mention it there. Um, was the animal companions like the mixing of animals mm-hmm. i thought that was pretty neat too oh you um, just mean like the design of all the animals how they're always just like well, we have like, like the hybrids know, hybrids of everything yeah, or are you just talking about like we yeah. have appa there which is like you know he's part of the group it's kind of like you know what people think of the ship the ship although is a living thing not yeah. the ship's not a living thing people don't, don't attack me <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do it but um yeah we have uh the i guess a lemur right that's kind of what yeah momo Momo's based on. yeah it's like a bat lemur almost. A flying lemur. Yeah. That's why I think of like a bat lemur. Yeah. It's 
they're they're you yeah. like them you're they're part of the group yeah exactly but even outside of that like outside of those, uh, like, yeah the, i think matt was talking or... about like all the words like the platypus the, bear the smelly the, the thing that smelt things that was like a um it was like a, oh, oh like the bounty hunter yeah. one <laughs> yeah yeah. That? Uh, yeah what's her face has it uh i don't remember what that's called that was an interesting uh, uh creature i think it was like a mole or a face or something it had like a it's like a rat something wasn't it or i don't know sh- i think it was called the sheer shoe ah yeah but the sheer shoe but the i don't think it, it's though. obviously it was like a combination between some sort of dog and a and a mole yeah like some coyote-ish type giant dog wolf thing and fox hybrid and a, and a mole. But yeah, I think it was called a sheer shoe. You are correct. It is. And it definitely is. Yeah. Like a mole dog thing. It's like large, like a mole fox. creature found in the Southern <laughs> earth kingdom where it lives underground. But I mean, a lot of the, I think a lot of the animals within the avatar universe came from like combinations of, of different things where like, it's like platypus bear. <laughs> yeah. And like the whole, remember the whole time where, when they when they're celebrating the Earth, the the Earth Badger King is having like a party for his bear, right? And they're all like platypus bear, gopher bear. They're just saying like different bear combinations, and it's just like it's just a bear. Also, the stories of um how the original benders. I was just about to mention that, yeah, to like, know the history of who the, the OG, moles, right? The OG Earth moon. benders, the moon, mm-hmm. the dragons. Like we're missing air, bison, uh, flying bison, bison yeah. But uh, that's really cool. Like people took from these creatures, and uh, well, it's not. It's the te- the techniques, techniques is what yeah, they yeah. learned yeah. from from these because the, they're, the they're not the, they're not the source of bending. They're the original benders. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like it's a weird yet again. It's a weird thing that you end up learning more about in the Korra thing with the whole first Avatar uh, episodes that occur. You get Maybe to learn just a lot. Watch those. I'll skip the rest of Legend of Korra. I'll just watch those episodes. I mean, if you watch them at the beginning, it wouldn't even be that harmful then you could always just go back and, and watch the rest of it, but the first Avatar stuff is good. Mm-hmm. But I think that pretty much covers it. I mean, we have... There's the two uh, animated movies coming out. Right? Yeah, the second one's uh, all about Zuko, but I don't know what the first one is. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I think it might just cover more of like Aang as the Avatar because that's not very much covered. Yeah, like a post... Well, like him as an adult version. Yeah, of him. obviously, Aang's always the Avatar, but yeah, you know. but I know yeah, the, the yeah, in, yeah. they might cover like the in between. I know yeah. there's stories and stuff in, in the comics that cover afterwards, but but those are like what 2025 20, 20, or twenty four, twenty five, something like that. Twenty twenty five, I think, is a Zuko one, and that's at the 20, second. And then twenty four, I think, is the yeah. So probably twenty twenty four, we'll get the first. Avatar so we'll see how movie. good those are if they hold up or if it's just you know money grabs. And then uh, Avatar RPG. Yep. So maybe we'll look into playing that. We know uh, Tim from our past RPG episodes is getting it as well. Gray is also getting Gray, it. Gray, I know you're getting it. Mm-hmm. Despite my not liking of RPG games, it's more of RPGs. It's more of the Say the God. avatar that's driving me to get it. <laughs> yeah, ba- baited and outsmarted, but it really was just something that I was picking up as more of like a avatar collectible. But I'm so, definitely yeah. down I'm to sure try when it. I'm sure it ends up being released. We'll probably have some form of that con of content from that. Almost RPG for sure. Um, and then so I guess what's next for us is um, right now we don't have any plans for another big show or show, anything. But, yeah. Um, obviously I started and I'm working on Percy Jackson, so I guess we can make that when I finish Percy yeah. Jackson. We can. Kind of discuss that. Maybe the first watch the book? movie. Yeah. 
No, I'm thinking the whole th- series. The whole, it's not a five. long series, right? No, it's only five books five in the books, main so series. But Read the five books. Maybe watch the movie that you also don't like. The two movies. Oh, there's two? They got two movies? Yeah, so the, the, thing, the reason why I hate the movies so much is because they did the opposite of every other book series to movie adaptation, where you look at the Hunger Games, it was like three books, cool, we'll make four movies. Harry Potter, seven books, we'll make eight movies. Percy Jackson, five books. We're going to try and make it into three movies instead. Oh, they cover multiple books per movie. But it's not even that. The story became so like original to the movies that it was just it was just bad. Like the author They're coming of, out with a show or They're coming out with a show and the writer of the books is actually gonna be one of the main producers and screenwriters for the show. And when's this show coming out? Late twenty twenty three, I believe. What year is it? Twenty twenty three. Twenty three, yeah, it's twenty three. Okay, so yeah. yeah, so And the cast is great. Like some of the main actors for the main younger kids are really good but also the people that they have is some of the gods like lin-manuel miranda is hermes um i can't remember the guy's name right now but pimento from Brooklyn 99 okay he's gonna be dionysus dionysus the uh the, the god of wine mm-hmm. um those are just two that i come to mind right now but i'm super excited for that uh but yeah we'll definitely cover that later on later in the year because we, we we were hyped for you to finish something so now we'll exactly now it's your turn Connor. my turn exactly i'll hype you up every couple episodes you know gray have you read or seen the percy jackson uh is that the one where the in the movie the one guy clicks a pen and it turns into a sword yeah, yeah that's, that's the one. <laughs> then that's all i've ever seen is that trailer uh, oh just the, I, trailer. just the trailer i know the general gist like you is know, obviously it has to do with you know it has to do with the, the gods um, uh the other like uh it was like it came out I think it came out around the same time. I, I want to say it came out around the same time, but you collect the, or collected, I don't know if it's finished. I'm not too sure. The one with the kid with the X's and the X's are all super powered. Oh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Scott Pilgrim. Good movie. It's uh, probably one of the only Western comics I've actually like full on read. Yeah. Considering I don't, I usually, I'm just so much more into manga that I don't really, don't read any Marvel stuff, don't read any DC stuff. the writer took inspiration from manga, right? Or no? No, oh, for sure, yeah, he, he, it's full-on admitted in interviews and stuff okay. that, like, he read how to, like, create manga books in order when he was making it. That's also why I have the series in black and white, even though there's, like, the color adaptations that I'm sure, and especially in the West, are all hella, Probably like, a popular. lot more popular. But the original adaptation was black and white, correct? Yeah, 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 okay. I have I've, I've, uh, a set of black and white ones, the whole thing. Uh, but Scott Pilgrim is definitely super enjoyable. I mean, the movie for it, there's a movie adaptation for it that's good. Uh, but I would still say that checking out the actual uh, source material is probably provides a lot more than the movie does. Awesome. Well, Gray, happy to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Oh, I'm always always glad us. to be here. Always glad to talk nerdy stuff. From a different way, too. You are yeah, in person with us today. Yes, this is our first... Our first? Yes, yeah, our first way of doing it this and way. We didn't mention, but this is our first remote. Yes, remote cast. podcast episode. Glad to be guinea, guinea pig, as always. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. And, Gray, we'll see you later sometime in 2023, because we both... Everyone knows that this won't be your last episode of 2023, so we'll see you. We'll see you soon. Yeah, we'll see you on, the, on another episode sometime later this year. All right. Perfect. All right. And for everyone else out there, we are very, very happy to have released this episode finally for you guys. Finally. Matt, it was worth the grind. Yes. I'll debate Legend of Korra. I don't know. Stay tuned. We'll talk about it in the podcast if I decide to go down that route or not. Or maybe I'll just buy the Kyoshi novels. 
There you go. And I'm sure, he, I'm sure he'll mention it. <laughs> I'm sure he'll mention it. For sure. But thanks for listening, everyone. Check out all of our other socials. Check out our YouTube and our TikTok. We're posting Check out there. Gray on a bunch of the social medias as well. Yep. On Twitter, YouTube. Those are sometimes main Instagram. Too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'll start streaming again on Twitch as well. But check him out as well. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye. TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.